Hello and welcome back to the Never Made Varsity Podcast. My name is David. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. Maverick, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay. Hey, everybody. It's weird when we're not sitting around the table. We're, we're trying to imagine ourselves in a circle. <laughs> I forget orders sometimes. It's okay. My name's Maverick. You can find me on social media at Heartbreak2 underscore Kid. My name is Aaron. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. I'm intentionally saying yeah, no words with the letter no S in them. <laughs> we can talk about that later. You can say that in announcements. That's at the very <laughs> end. That's at the very end. I know. That is still later, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I... <laughs> it's a beginning topic, not an end topic, but okay. <laughs> For you. <laughs> For you. All I know is I'm boycotting the letter S today. <laughs> and I'm Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains, all one word. Do you want to talk about no, it now? No, it's fine. It fine. Are you sure? I, I think we need to talk about it now. I can keep it until the end. Context oh my is god, important. no. Please talk about it now. Fine. Get it out of your so, system. So, apparently, people are saying that... My mom said yesterday, and I didn't believe her, so I asked for other people's opinions. Apparently, I have a lisp, and I am very shook about it, because I'm 20 years old, and I just... This is the first, except for when Evan told me earlier this year... Uh, this is the first time anyone's ever told me I have a lisp. And, I don't know, I feel like my whole life is a lie. It's like, it's very slight. Like, it's not anything crazy. Well, it's obviously enough that people notice it, but my dad and brother both say that I don't, so. Well, they're lying to you, so. Yeah, Look, I went to speak to They don't want to hurt your feelings. My feelings aren't hurt, I'm just shook. I'm just shook. <laughs> you sound hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. You look hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm not gonna go and get speech therapy classes over this. I'm just shook. <laughs> you're squinting at the camera really hard, so I feel like you're actually hurt about it. <laughs> I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. I, I, the only emotion I can use to describe it is shook. Do you want to talk about basketball now? <laughs> I'll talk, talk about, about basketball. basketball. I'm not saying that letter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. Well, um, Mav, David, and I just got home from the ACC tournament. What up? Shout out to our bus for breaking breaking down on the way there. Twice and, and back. A, and popping a tire on the way back. It's Liddy up in here. Beautiful. But the heels are the runner-ups to the 2018 ACC tournament, um, and I'm I'm pretty satisfied with how we played overall. If we want to talk about general things first before we get into individual games, I mean, generally speaking, we exceeded all expectations in my opinion. We were the the sixth seed, or as I like to call the top, like the third tie for third place. Uh, I think we defied a lot of people's expectations again. Uh, Are you playing Assassin's Creed right now? I am playing he Assassin's Creed. He is, he is still playing Assassin's Creed as we are filming this. It's all good. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was so happy. Like the, the, With every game, like we just kept getting better and better. And it meant more money. It meant more time in New York. More and money! More I, money! I, more money. You could tell that the team was really enjoying themselves throughout the whole tournament. 
not to get ahead of myself, but or, or ourselves, but at the end of the Duke game when Theo was going to the line to to ice the game, I look over at Mr. Fuchs to see how he's doing, and he makes eye contact with me, and he pulls out a five dollar bill, and he he like sniffs it. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, I don't know if y'all saw that, but he I just like not. And I I wish I I wish I did. What? Just takes a whiff of that five dollar bill. That's really funny. What was that, Aaron? You sound like you're gonna say uh, something. No, I'm just no. Uh, you just said plus. You said plus, and I said stopped. what? He realized it had the S. I said what? Oh, okay. I did not say plus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. So well, much. you should have said that I didn't have a list. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's jump into the Syracuse game. Um, the Heels won seventy-eight to fifty-nine. Yeah. Yep. Seventy-eight fifty-nine. Uh, pretty decent game from all of our starters. Um, Joel struggled a little bit, but he, he struggled shooting a little bit. But he also didn't half. shoot a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I was worried about how we were going to guard Tyus Battle after he, like, tore us up uh, in that game at Syracuse. Um, but actually, it was uh, Brissett that was having his game. Um, but everyone else on their team shot really ineffectively. Like, you know, Brissett had 20 points on, on five three-pointers and seven for 14 shooting. But Howard went four for 18 and Battle went four for 21. So, like, I'll take that every day. Every like, single day. I feel like that was the start of us, like, locking in defensively. For the, which really said it was like a theme for this week was us really locking in defensively. I believe Will said it. In. Uh, it was the get right game. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. yeah. And we need, and it was a. Uh, I'm was, almost positive. Well, I said I, that. I, I'm pretty sure I put it in the group chat. <laughs> I'm checking the minutes. <laughs> Check the minutes. But uh, no, this was the 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 prequel to Theo Pinson's uh, domination game. Yeah. Um. It also helps that Chukwu fouled out like three minutes into the first half. Yep. Or second half, rather. And Sidibe, CDB, how do you say this? Uh, Sidibe, 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 that dude. Wednesday, Wednesday, March 7th, 2018 at 11.46 p.m. Quote, that was definitely the get-right game we needed. Bad stretch for a bit in the second half, but overall impressive. Said by Aaron Friedman. That doesn't mean that I didn't say that this game has to be a get-right game. In person, like with words. Okay, but I said that it was a get-right game afterwards. I think that I at least get. I, I think I at least get half credit for that. Stealing takes. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good game. We didn't shoot too well. We shot forty-three percent for the game, thirty-one percent from three, but we helped them to thirty-one percent shooting on the night, which is pretty great. Yeah, no, that yeah that definitely made it a lot uh, better of a game than when we played them in the Carrier Dome. Right. And Sterling Manling had six points off the bench, um, which helps out always. So, yeah. 
Yeah, really effective minutes off the bench. Overall, just a pretty solid game from the Heels. That was also uh, the day that Woody Durham passed away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a lot of nice moments um, throughout the game. And um, at the beginning of the game, there was a moment of silence that was held for weeks. That was not quite nice, but I was not in New York yet because my flight got canceled because of that nor'easter that hit. So I wasn't at this game. I was watching, but apparently, uh, some Syracuse. It was fans, a very loud moment of uh, silence. Yeah. Yes. So for some of us there, we they have a moment of silence for Woody, and uh, someone in the crowd obnoxiously yells, "Let's go Orange!" like as in a chant form. Um, and everybody was, a bunch of other people started saying shut up and that basically just started people arguing so it made it even worse and then so the announcer just ended it really quickly Syracuse is lucky they didn't lose by 40 very lucky but yeah I was angry after that no it, it was not very fun so it was nice to get some comeuppance that was a it was the win for Woody game and the win for David because if we lost I wasn't going to New York so (laughs) yep and then after Um, that I flew my butt into LaGuardia airport uh with Sean Sean Spicer on my flight spicy the spicy boy was on my flight from DC to LaGuardia and uh yeah we went off against Miami Revengeance Part 2, as Joel Berry likes to say it. Does everyone that hear this? Was... Does everyone hear this, like, loud buzzing? Yes, I hear it. Yes, I hear it. I do not. It's probably my computer. Dang it. It's, like, off and on. It sounds like a fan. Like or an air conditioner. Or an air conditioner. Um, Does it stop when I do this? It just stopped. Damn it. Is it yours? Oh, I gotta write down 385 yes. for a quack. A quack. A quack. <laughs> you said the D word. Toby. I said damn it. You used the quack. Are <laughs> <laughs> you really using the quack for that? I mean, if you don't think that it's necessary, then I won't, but. Okay, that deserves one. Okay, that deserves one. 394, David. You're down to one. You've used three. No, I'm not. I definitely. I definitely. No, you left. started with four, and you've already used two, and that was the third. I'm pretty sure I. Fin- I'm pretty sure I finagled. No, you finagled the fourth one. We settled on four. I thought it was per episode. What? Check the minute. I thought it was per episode. I. Check the minute. I did not agree to per episode. I mean, like, technically I can't stop him, but at least not right now because I don't have a mute button, but when we get back to the soundboard, I could technically mute him after he reaches his limit. Anyway, moving on to Miami. Anyway, moving on to Miami. We won by 17. It did not feel like a 17-point game. I did, t- did I already say the story of the guy that was, like, on Jeopardy that was, like, the question was like, "Give me a word that rhymes with yummy," and he said, "Miami." Yes, <laughs> I think he did tell us that. 
Miami. He was definitely a Dominican guy. Which makes sense. I'll be right back. Keep talking. That's what they all say. We're not going to say a word while you're gone. But yeah, no, we beat Miami 82-65. I mean, uh, this was just a complete annihilation from Theo Pinson. He was the Terminator in this game. Um, Went two for two from three-point range. Uh, Nine for 12 uh, shooting overall. 11 rebounds, 25 points. And it legitimately looked like nobody could stop him. Yeah. No, he, he was an absolute monster that game. But it just that dunk, that dunk in between Lonnie Walker and whoever else oh. is on their team that I don't know was just <laughs> just, beautiful. just beautiful. And that happened, and that happened on, our on our basket, I believe. It wasn't on our side. It was like right in front of us. It was. Uh, I, I I fainted. I, I blacked out a little bit. I think people <laughs> kept. I, I understand people kept getting on Lonnie Walker because you can tell like he's literally just got his arms up under the basket and he's not going up for that. And I'm like. That's what you call a business decision. Yeah, no, that he would have gotten dunked on either way. So, do not jump. And nope. he, he did the right thing, because he would have been posterized. Yep. See, I don't have a problem uh, with players getting posterized, because that means that they're at least making the attempt on defense. Okay, but you say that, but then Twitter wrote. Yeah, pan down, man down, though. Mark Jackson. Who got posterized? No, we're talking about. Nobody. Is it better to? Not make an attempt to block the shot and not get posterized, or try and block it and get posterized. Depends on how prideful you are. Depends on how much you want to get roasted on Twitter. Did y'all see this man that got dunked on by that one University of Colorado player? Like, they were saying that this man has died. This man is dead. Like, that I don't want that in my life. I would just not jump. No, don't jump. Never jump. Exactly. Don't jump. <laughs> I would jump. Never, ever jump. You can't block the shot if you don't jump. jump. Well, get ready to get posterized a lot in your life, Aaron. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Are you sure? I feel like that's the words from someone who's never been posterized before. I mean, you're right. I've never played a game with someone who can dunk on a 10-foot hoop, so I've never been posterized. Then you've never been demoralized to the point where you don't want to jump anymore. <laughs> but... If you don't ask the question, the answer is always no. If you don't try and block the shot, you're never going to block it. I think I've told y'all three this before, but never, like, with an audience. I, when I played rec league ball, we, a dude, the starting center on our team was 6'8". So he could, he could definitely dunk on a 10 What kind of rec league was this? Uh, North Carolina basketball, man. What? <laughs> Every, take it serious. What, what grade? <laughs> Every, uh, senior year of high school in the summer. It was in the summer when all the, like, varsity kids were playing. Right okay. Now. Oh, okay. I thought this was, like, 7th yeah. or 8th grade or, like, ball season. I don't play in the winter. That's when all the scrubs play. Play in the summer. <laughs> Wait, why don't all the varsity kids but play yeah. rec? Why don't they play AAU? Because they were, like... They probably, a lot of them play both, actually. Hey, Colby. Like, they would, they would put AAU in priority, but play rec league, too. But, yeah, once I saw that kid dunk, um, 
whenever like I was guarding him in the post, like in practice, I just got out, got out of his way when he got past me. Yeah, man. You just got a Marvin Bagley. Just get out of the way. Uh. Okay. I, but do y'all still I, have, I think we really have on, do y'all still this hear one game to talk about with Duke because we had some some stuff to talk about with Duke. Part three. Well, are we done with Miami? Yeah, we beat them. Screw them. And <laughs> last thing, Aaron, Aaron Roman got that and one at the very garbage time part of the game, and that was for senior day. That was yeah. a big old screw you. But, uh, yeah, the other thing, I don't think we mentioned that Luke May went one for 15. Shooting. Yeah, he did not play well. That's an understatement. <laughs> he played bad. He did bad. Um, but, Colby, did you start the timer? Uh, don't have to because of Audacity. Oh, that's right. We were on Audacity. You you win this time. Ha <laughs> 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 All right. Moving on to Duke. Duke part three. Uh, let's see. All right. So we won 74-69, which is a lot closer than it actually was. In my opinion, because I feel like at a certain point we were leading by double digits most of the game, and if it wasn't for us trying our very hardest to blow it, then uh, I think we would have won by fifteen plus. Yeah. Well, the the I mean, turning point we in that hot, second half when they got on that big run was Theo going to the bench with four fouls. I think it's just a testament to how important to our offense Theo's become. Because it was like that last year when Joel went to the bench in the Duke game, our offense stagnated. And this year it was Theo. Um, and I believe we didn't score a point for like five straight minutes. Five minutes and 33 seconds. We win. I, think it was the, I think it was the final five minutes and 33 seconds that we didn't score a field goal. Yep. Except for right. those, and those, those two Theo Pinson uh, free throws were what gave it to us. You would be correct. Yeah. And it was the f- most stressful five minutes in my life. Um, I was literally screaming, like, please just get one basket. Just one. And it just didn't happen. But we still won. So we had five players score in double digits. Just double digits. Duke had four players score at all. Yeah, Duke, Trayvon DeVal did not score. Yep. The only people that scored for Duke were Wendell Carter, Marvin Bagley, Grace Allen, and Gary Trent. Nobody else scored for them. Ah, what was that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that, did me, that did me a frightened. <laughs> DuVal was 0 for 3 from 3, and he can shoot those all day long as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, those were the shots that he was making uh, against Duke at, at Duke. He, like, he would have made those. Mm-hmm. And it's worth mentioning that he did injure his ankle earlier in the game, but I don't that think that true. I don't think that contributed to him breaking everything. It contributed to him not driving and taking contact as much. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he is a point guard and he is supposed to be passing and creating for his teammates and only had, well, I mean, he had seven assists. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but, you know. When you only have four players score, you can only do so much. 
but that's just a product of what Coach K does. Like, Coach K keeps his rotation tight, like, really tight, to the point where, you know, his bench never really develops into anything, and that's by choice, I feel like. Did we get some shark bait on Wendell this game? We did. I was just re-watching the game today. <laughs> the very first time you went to the free throw line, we, uh, we hit him with the shark bait. That's right. Yes. That's a, yeah, and that's what they only got one of those. But, I mean, it overall, works, man. Yeah, it does work. But overall, it was a what a great game all around by us, especially defensively. Defensively, like, yes. Oh my goodness, you know. I know this is the sound like Marvin Bagley only had 19 points. Like only, I'll take that. Like when he's their best player, <laughs> and he only had like, 13 what was boards. It? Because what what did he have the against Notre Dame? It was thirty three points, fourteen rebounds, or something. Yeah, like that. I think it was thirty three and seventeen yeah. or something. Seventeen. See, I take nineteen and fourteen all day. Yeah, he's really like, good at basketball. I still think DeAndre Ayton is better. <laughs> but um, Wendell Carter was also relatively ineffective. Um, do we want to take about talk about a. Grayson Allen's uh, bootylicious moment. Oh, of course we want to talk about it. This I is what all the happen. people want to hear. This is what they want to Give them what they want to hear. We are for the people here on Never Made Varsity. I was livid. I didn't see what happened at first. Like, I saw Kenny make the shot on the other end, and then I saw the refs point at Garrison, who was on the ground. And... Garrison I was. Think, I believe I was the one that yelled out to uh, everybody else that Grayson just did something to Garrison, and then I was like, I don't want to say anything, but I think he might have just tripped him. But then it realized it wasn't just a trip. He tripped him with his boot. Yes, he did. I didn't see it at first because on the broadcast the camera just like wasn't on them. Um, well, yeah, because it was pushing ahead to Kenny Williams, who was who made the shot. Yeah. 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 That was just right. In, that was directly in front of me, so I just I, it was right in my view. Yeah. Yeah. And I was shook. He said, "He said I don't think you're ready for this, Jeff." <laughs> like I just kept. I was like, he he did not just actually do that. I like I've always said like, just wait until he does. Because with all of his tripping incidents in the past, I'm like, just wait till the time he actually does it against North Carolina. And lo and behold, it happened in the ACC tournament. Like, it, I, I could not believe it. It's like all the band was throwing up tees. Like, we were going nuts because. Oh, yeah, I was ready, oh, yeah, I was ready for the, the moment. Well, because they showed the replay. In the, in the arena, and it, like from the angle that it was showing, it was very obvious that he kicked his hips out. At the bare at the bare minimum, he stuck it out. Yeah. Now, people like Jay Williams would like would say that it that should be considered just a regular foul, but you, for someone like Grayson Allen, you don't get the benefit of that doubt. Well, I think that it's kind of outrageous that. People are saying that they gave him the flagrant because it was Grayson. I don't think the refs go into the huddle and say, 
this is Grayson, we need to send him a message, we can't give him the benefit of the doubt. They go into the huddle and they say, was this a flagrant foul? They don't consider who it is. Yeah, I mean, I personally would say that's a flagrant in any circumstance. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't knock down a big man like that unless you're putting some force into it. And somebody was, was likening it to a moving screen. But, like, one, you're on defense. Two, this is the, it was on the secondary break. So, like, there was no reason to, to even try and, and quote-unquote screen him or bump him. Like, there, there was no reason for it. But it was very obvious that, like, he looked, stuck out his hips and went, whoop, sorry. <laughs> uh, and the worst part... After, while they were reviewing his stuff, he was on the bench and smiling about it and everything. Well, like, that's better than him throwing a tantrum about it. But it's more like the I ate the canary face. I was going to say the what? I've never heard it's, that It's before? basically when you're guilty and you're, like, it's when you get caught so you just smile it off. Like uh, Sylvester the cat. Oh, okay. oh. You know, like when you get caught doing something and you kind of just, like, Smile it out. Well, I would rather yeah, that yeah. he embrace it than throw a tantrum every time he gets caught and act like he's a golden child. No, I will not listen to reasoning in these situations, Aaron. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna attack him he either did a bad way. Bad thing. Yes. Um, I hope he Aaron, feels attacked. Are you coming on this podcast and defending? I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that I would rather that he embrace it and admit that he's a dirty player than. Well, Act like well, he's picture perfect part. golden he he child and throw it. a tantrum when he gets caught. I'm going to tweet it uh, now. What, that I'm a Duke apologist? Breaking, breaking yes. news. Aaron Friedman comes on podcast and defends Grayson Allen. Bet. Unbelievable. Bet. What, do you, what, is there to, what is there to bet about? I'm not defending Grayson. <laughs> sure, yes, you, are. you aren't. It's on the tape. Run it back. Put it in the minutes. Put it in the poll. <laughs> Put it on the poll, Guillermo. But yeah, I screwed you. <laughs> I somehow avoided yeah, I, all I, spoilers I, from the game. I got home at like home one in the morning, and, morning and I, I did not. The only time that I took my phone off airplane mode that whole time was to call my brother to pick me up. And I got home and watched the game and had zero idea what the outcome was going to be. And I was very excited when we won. Nice. Someone else commended uh, for the game. Cam Johnson hit some big time, big time threes. Some of them very highly contested, uh, and definitely gave us a big edge on the three point uh, field goals. Yes. I mean, all around we hit a lot of good threes, but like there was one where Cam was literally like about thirty five feet back, and just it was either Trent or somebody had came up the stream to try to get it. I mean. It was a beautiful shot. Y'all want, to move on? Y'all want to move on to Virginia real fast? Yes. We can. Because we're about 30 minutes in. Is it going to take as long as their offense takes? <laughs> You're oh, sassy Lord. today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's the Assassin's uh, Creed. <laughs> no, but uh, Virginia beat UNC 71-63. Um... There are plenty of times where Virginia could have blown it open, been up by 20, but the heels kept battling back, um, just couldn't get over the hump. 
Um, we'd always come within about five, sometimes cut it to three. Um, yeah, we got it down to three just, at some point, and and just could never get over that hump um, because they were hitting tough shots. They were hitting tough shots, and 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 they were doing everything that you would expect the number one team in the country to do. Like they Kyle looked, freaking guy. Yeah, man, he was hitting like. NBA, highly contested shots, like, like like NBA shots, not easy. Like so. the, the the shots that Luke May tries to hit, like those are the shots that that Kyle Guy was hitting. But like like with ease. Yeah. They made one more field goal than us. We shot forty percent. They shot forty two percent. Oh, we shot forty percent from three. Um, they did, but we only they only hit one less three than us. Uh, they really only only beat us on free throws. Honestly, all this game told me is that we. This game told me that we can hang with some of the best teams in the country. Like win or lose, like we are in that upper echelon of teams that can compete. In my opinion, when we're at our best. Yeah. And you know, obviously, this game was a product of tired legs, and uh, you know, it's the fourth game in four days. And it's against one of the most defensively sound teams, I think, ever, really. Um, Definitely the best defense in college basketball this season. So, I'm, I, was ha- I was satisfied with what I saw. Like, yeah, I don't know about too. y'all, but After I was not. playing our fourth game, like you like said, it's house, we're playing house money. I mean, no one expect, expected us to be there. More and money. We beat Duke, and we ba- we we still got basically the full trip. We just didn't ended up not winning the ship. Uh, again, beat Duke. That's that's really all I needed. Yep. That our last game against Duke in the regular season or in a conference tournament, we beat Duke, and it was Grayson Allen's last game. I mean, barring some weird circumstances, and the that they lost because he took a bad shot. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't call that either, because I mean Luke, Luke played it. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't even Luke close to the Well, yeah, like well, because Grayson was trying to create contact. I mean, like you could tell that Luke was staying on the ground because he knows that Grayson's gonna pump fake and try and create contact for the foul instead of actually hitting the shot. Mm-hmm. And so that was just like a perfectly played possession by him. I don't remember if someone like reported it or maybe Adam Lucas actually mentioned it in his article, but they were saying like that was in the defensive game plan. Uh, yeah, that was in the scouting yeah. report that you can't jump when you're covering him because he's going to pump it. So that he, he literally did it perfectly, which is really awesome on this. And I don't know if you saw, but um, like Theo was calling out some of Duke's plays mm-hmm. as they were happening. I definitely saw that. I like the, the hand flip-flop play, which they run a lot. Um, Theo caught that out a couple times. Yeah. He's the Luke Keekley of our team. I mean, that's what happens when you play him so much. Yep. It helps out. Yep. All right, yeah, so yeah, go yeah. for it. You do the wrap-up. Yeah, I was going to say, but ultimately, we follow Virginia. Uh, Virginia wins their third, I believe, ACC championship or fourth. What is it? I think they won one with Ralph Sampson in the 80s. And I think it's their third. I think it's their third. A couple recently, yeah. That makes um, sense. So, I mean – at the end of the day, we have a bigger, bigger uh, like we have our eye on a bigger prize, um, and I still came out of this weekend feeling really good about our team. Um, 
yeah, so you know, we face uh, number 15 or, or 15 seed Lipscomb in Charlotte um, this upcoming Friday, right? Friday? Right. So, Friday in the second game. Let's talk about our, um, our route to the championship. So we have to go through. Uh, so in our we're in the West bracket, and our number one seed LA. is yeah, LA. So we're we're playing our first round in Charlotte, um, and our one seed is is Xavier. Um, our we are the two seed. Our three seed is Michigan, and uh, who's our four seed? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Gonzaga is our five. Is Ohio State. So yeah. Um, barring anything crazy. Um, in the second round, we would be playing either Providence or Texas A&M. I'm not a particular fan of either of those matchups, to be quite honest. I'm actually terrified of Providence, so I'm really hoping we get Texas A&M. It's the third time we're playing them in the tournament in five years. Yep. Yeah, that definitely causes problems. Uh, I mean, they, they've been making noise recently. They beat Villanova in the, in the Big East tournament. Uh but something I was reading more scouting reports on it today, talking about uh, like how they're going to match up and like how the games are going to end up. The problem is I think their their five is six seven. So the size. So they're a small they're, team. They're a small team, but they score and like things like that. They're saying that it they're going to have a lot of problems when they play Texas A&M, who has Robert Williams, who's probably the third best big in the country behind. Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, dude is an absolute monster. He's 6'10", and he dominates in the paint. And so they're saying that could create a very bad matchup problem for the team. Very well. So I don't know I mean, which one I want. I, do I want the undersized team, or do I want the one with the really good big, but maybe it's more not so strong everywhere else? I don't know who I'd rather – I mean, like, who would y'all rather play? I would rather play Providence because we're already an incredible rebounding team, and if we play an undersized team, we're just going to feast on the board. Yeah, I want Providence. I want Providence. I think we're going to get Texas A&M. Also, their mascot is terrifying. Very scary. The Friars. Um, But not to look ahead, I mean, we're we're playing Lipscomb – um, and actually, I believe one of their players went to high school, like played high school ball with Theo Pinson. Yeah, he went to Wesley. Yep. It was either high school ball or AAU ball or something. But they played together. I think it. I think it was high school. Because um, he tweeted at at Theo, uh, like, "Hey, why don't we show him what?" Uh, I think it was something about Greensboro. So yeah, I think it was high school. Um, but Lipscomb is a team that apparently likes to run, and I say Please go for it. Please run against us. I say go for it. Like that's cute. Please, like <laughs> ask Arkansas who how how that went. The fastest four, the fastest forty. That still makes me mad. I don't. Oh, that still makes me mad. What their is their fastest forty a five five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. No, but we can talk about it later. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll we also can talk about the me versus Nuggets challenge, which should be next up for us. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
So, uh, I, that, I, I, oh, well, sorry, um, just, should we talk about Cam Johnson real fast? Because apparently he has an, uh, a back injury. Yeah, sure, let's do that. Yeah, he, he got, uh, uh, during the ACC tournament, he took some really bad bumps that, no, in which no fouls were called, too, by the way. Um, and he had to and, go uh, back to the locker and, uh, room. Yeah. Ended up injuring, has a back, a lingering back injury, and they're saying that he might be held out of the the first round game in Charlotte. I, I think we can hold. They, they say he might, but I am not worried about him playing. It's the same, it's the same thing, thing as Joel, Joel all through last postseason. They say that he might not play, but there's no way he doesn't play unless he like is legitimately seriously injured. I would be shocked if Cam doesn't play. I think he dresses, but I'm not sure if he plays. That's fair. I think that they could sit him out because they hopefully won't need him, but I don't think he's going to sit out because he cannot play. Yeah, I think if we need him, he'll play. Um, but I don't – like, nothing – like, for some reason, we're the trendy pick to lose against Lipscomb. Like, people like – SB Nation was like, don't laugh, it could happen. Like, UNC could lose to Lipscomb. And I'm just like uh, – like, I mean, I guess we could, but – I don't know why we're suddenly the trendy pick to lose. Because we're fake news. They're all fake news. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I actually, I, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I always pick 5-12 upsets. Or sorry, yeah, no, 5-12 upsets. Well, five tw- there's always at least one 5-12 that happens. So I picked Clemson losing to, um, what is it, New Mexico State? New Mexico State. I think Go Lobos. I think Davidson beating right. Kentucky. I, I have Davidson in the Sweet 16. You have Davidson beating Kentucky? Yeah. Yes. The 5-12 upset. That, my philosophy with the 5-12 upset is that the one that you're sure is going to happen is the one that always never, ever happens. So I'm picking the one that I least think is going to happen. We need Kentucky Zona. And we need Kentucky Zona to happen. Well, I ain't gonna. We'll get into that later. The next most likely matchup for the Heels would probably be Michigan again in the Sweet 16. Yes. I feel good about that, actually. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I mean, not make to say no not mistake to... about it. Like, they've, they've been making waves, and they're a much better team than when we played them earlier this season. Uh, Mo Wagner has been and always will be a very good big. Uh, he's very versatile. He can move. He can rebound. Uh, he will cause a lot of problems. But ultimately, I think we're still a better team than them. I mean, we handled them in Chapel Hill earlier this season. Like, handled them. Yeah. Yeah, it was also hard to beat a team twice. It is. We yeah. beat Duke twice. It's hard. It is hard, but I think we, we can, can do it. it. Yeah, we can do it. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, we can definitely do it, but I don't think it would be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I will say that it, I'm not giving, I'm, it's not a gimme in my book by any means. Uh, and I have I have Xavier coming out of the, the upper bracket, the upper part of our bracket. I do not. I, I see either Gonzaga I do or not. Ohio State taking them. I have a, I have... Are we just going full out in the bracket predictions now? Just for now? our region, well, and then we'll go into Yeah. Okay. Or we can talk about I have Mizzou really. beating Xavier. I have Mizzou beating Xavier in the round of 32, and I have Ohio State beating Mizzou in the Sweet 16. 
I feel like well, you're probably going to suck. I, 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 actually, I actually had Gonzaga coming out of, out of out of that the upper part of our bracket, but I... Well, let's talk about all of them, then. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm not quite sold on Gonzaga this year, and I'm still on that whole thing of, like, it's really hard to go to repeat Final Fours, let alone championship games. And so I don't quite... They don't have the same team they did last year, and so I don't think they're... They're uh, gonna end up going uh, that far. I think they're gonna slowly regress into what they've always kind of been, which is kind of a a, a Cinderella e kind of like feel good pick. I personally would take Ohio State uh, if anybody's going to upset Xavier. Who knows? Xavier could prove us all wrong and end up still being legit. Or they could uh, lose they, to NC Central. They, I think they. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, I do not think that's going to happen. NC Central is statistically the worst team of all time to make yeah. the tournament. Xavier has the most approved of all these teams, in my opinion. Despite, and that's despite being a one seed, like because they ended up losing out in the conference tournament. The whole they're they basically the Gonzaga of this year, but even not even that strong because at least Gonzaga went undefeated uh, in their regular season, or not they lost one. Sorry. They also are 14th in Kempom. Yeah. Which, I, that's really low for a one seed. I don't know. But, I don't know. I don't know. I see Ohio State coming out of coming out of the top, and I think that will be an interesting rematch. I think this Ohio State team is a good deal better than they were earlier in the season. I think it's going to be a tough matchup. I agree. I agree they're a good deal better, but we're better than we were at that point as Fair. well. Yeah, you're right. We have two half Kenny and a Cam that actually fits in on this team. Two half Kenny. And fun. obviously I'm worried about every game in March Madness, but I'm confident that we can beat Ohio State another time. Again. Um, okay, let's stop there. And now let's go. Are y'all ready to go into full bracket prediction mode? Yes. Yeah. Should we go final uh, four? Or what's that, man? First, can we can we talk about one how hard Virginia has a road and how hard like the fact that the Midwest is easily the worst. Well, yeah. Bracket. Let's do a bracket overview before we do prediction. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that the the like Virginia legitimately got shafted. On this, on this, on this selection process, because you got Kentucky as your five seed, Tennessee as your three, Arizona as your four, and Cincinnati as your two. Like, holy crap, man! <laughs> holy crap! Like, that's not easy. No, if they if they survive that now, and also, I guess this is worth mentioning now, uh, Hunter, right? DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter, Hunter. was just announced to be out for the rest of the season with uh, a wrist injury. And that, I mean, that's a horrible loss for them because he, he was on fire against us from three-point range, and he was definitely ACC six-man of the year. Um, and that's going to be – it's not going to make their path any easier, not to mention this bracket they got. All right. I definitely – like, Cincinnati, Virginia might go to 40. 
<laughs> who can get who can score forty first? I have thoughts on that game, but we'll get to there later. Uh, yeah, the Midwest is like in terms of like the at the top. Uh, I think it's the hardest because it has Kansas, Duke, and Michigan State. I still think the uh, that Virginia's is from top to bottom uh, the hardest, but with Kansas, Duke, and Michigan, well, just let them let them eat each other alive. In that well, I have I have Duke losing to URI in the second round. <laughs> wow. wow, is that biased at all? No, I legitimately think that URI can beat Duke, and if they don't. I still think that Michigan State will beat Duke the second time around. Bobby Hurley is not going to let his brother upset his alma mater. I don't think that URI can beat Duke because they don't have anyone taller than 6'8", so Bagley's just going to eat on the inside. But we play a small lineup, and it's like, obviously, we're there. I'm not, I'm, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, we have Theo Pinson. I, I, let me finish. I'm saying I'm not saying that URI is, is, is UNC even though they like to be UNC and copy everything about us. But if we're talking about an upset, like I can see URI beating Duke if they're not on their game. And so I just think, especially with the fact that they're out there in the middle of nowhere, what are they, Omaha? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think it's right for an upset. And I mean, Duke has a history. I don't know about y'all. I want to see Trey Young score like 46 on them. And lose, and just can't, and just can't miss. <laughs> like I would love to see that. Yeah. Any uh, other the, um, larger I, bracket things? Um. I have uh, two twelves and a thirteen in my sweet sixteen. Your bracket's gonna be so. Your so bracket's horrible. gonna is gonna suck. <laughs> oh wait, no, sorry, I, I don't have a thirteen in the sweet sixteen. I have. But I do have two 12-13 matchups. Who'd you pick, Marshall? Like, what, who do you have? <laughs> Never mind, I don't have a 12 th- I'm Who are, what, Disregard it. I have, sir. I have, I have two 11s in the round of 32, two 12s, and a 13. What, do you have, like, Syracuse or something? I have Davidson, Loyola, Chicago, San Diego State, uh, New Mexico State and Charleston. I also picked Loyola Chicago to beat Miami. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that Miami is with uh, what what's his name? Their guy, their guy hurt. Uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah. With him hurt, and he's not going to come back. I don't think. And Loyola Chicago is a pretty good. T- they they don't turn the ball over. I'm pretty sure is what I've read. And they have four players averaging more than 10 points a game, shooting over 50 points, or shooting over 50% with a top 10 defense. I think it's a recipe for them to beat Miami. All right, so are we going to prediction mode? Does anyone have a 116 upset? No. No, but I do think that Penn has the best chance of any 16 seed ever I was gonna say, to beat Kansas. I was going to say Penn and Kansas, but... Yeah. Now I think UMBC has a chance to beat UVA. I don't think so. I the good boys, the Terriers. I only have one five twelve. I normally don't pick upsets. Like I just yeah, for better or worse, I I just kind of let the upsets happen because I don't care about my bracket. I could also see I could see South Dakota State beating Ohio State as well. That's the that's the one that I'm not picking because it's the trendy one. 
Everyone thinks it's going to happen, so I'm not picking that one. I have two 5-12 upsets. I have New Mexico State over Clemson, and I have Loyal, uh, and I have Davidson over Kentucky. I just have, I have Davidson go, go over ahead. Kentucky because Davidson has the ability to outshoot Kentucky as good as the shooting team that Kentucky's been recently. Davidson shoots the volume amount of threes that will be able to beat them. Uh, since we're already here in the in bracket talk, do you want to address one of the Twitter questions that sure. we have about brackets? Yeah. Um, let me pull up this this uh. So this is uh Wake and Kate, um at Sad Boy as in B O I X hours. Um, please tell us how to say your name. <laughs> I think it's Sad Boy hours. Yeah, I think it's boy like. The French spelling. Interesting. But, um, ask tips on filling out a bracket to BSL, uh, in parentheses, basketball as a second language, or non-basketball speakers. <laughs> question mark, upside down question mark, help please. So, you basically I mean, I don't know where y'all want to start, but... the team that has the cooler sounding so, name. <laughs> no. So, if you're, like, actually trying to fill out a good bracket... First of all, just abandon the idea because in all likelihood your bracket's going to suck. Yeah, our advice uh, is not, probably not going to work. I don't think anyone's advice would work. Even experts' advice don't work. The way that I do it is automatically put all one seeds in the second round because that's... That's almost a given. Yeah, also I'm seeds. never going to pick a 16 losing to a 1 until it happens. I agree about two seeds. I agree with three seeds. Okay, if you're, go- if you're using ESPN... For me, one, two, and three automatically get past the first round. I'm trying to look at the three seats in this, and uh, Texas Tech. Yeah, I have all of my threes making it on. I could see Texas Tech losing, but uh, I don't think they will. So I would also move advance all the three seats, uh, as well as all the two seats that I'm looking at. I don't anticipate Cincinnati losing, I don't anticipate Duke losing, I don't anticipate us losing, and I don't anticipate Purdue losing. Uh, 4-13 through 13 is where it gets tricky, because that's when you get those kind of good-to-middle-of-the-road Power 5 teams playing those mid-major conference champions that have only lost like 5-7 to seven games all year. Normally, a team of seniors that knows how to play with each other well, and that's when the upsets start happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I always pick at least one four thirteen and at least one five twelve. Usually two five twelves. Because five twelve is where you start to get into the lower quality. That's where you start to get at large teams and like the lower quality at large teams, and twelves are the best of the mid majors. Seven tens and eight nines are not really upsets. Those are kind of toss-up games, in my opinion. Um, yeah, those can go either way. So, unless you look like you're looking at matchups for those, like um, I'm looking right here, Texas could very well beat Nevada. Um, Florida State could beat Mizzou. Um, let's see. Hold on, I gotta go to the other side of the bracket. Alabama could beat Virginia Tech, in my opinion. Uh, Butler could beat Arkansas in their fastest 40. Um, I actually have NC State over Seton Hall. Um, Y'all, this might have to be a basketball-only episode. 
possibly. If you want, if you just don't want to deal with learning basketball for this, and you just want a fun way to decide, I saw this thing on Reddit last year that I used again this year for one of my fun brackets. It's called Wheel Madness. If you look up Wheel Madness, Wheel Madness, March Madness, it's like it has the bracket populated with like those probability spinners that you used in like elementary school math class. But it has it based on what the win probability would be for the game. And so it like does the spinner and whichever team it lands on, that team advances and it does the whole bracket for you. That bracket. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Let me look on the app and see what it has me do what it has my bracket as. So my Wheel Madness bracket has us winning it all. The final four is uh, UVA, us, Wichita State, and Duke, which is probably too conservative. It has us beating Duke in the championship. In the Elite Eight, it has UVA, Texas, Xavier, us, Wichita State, Florida, Kansas, and Duke. So three ones, two twos, a four, a six, and a ten. So it's too conservative, but, I mean, it's possible, and... It's as good of a way as guessing as any. Um, I'd just like to say that my first year of college, I won a bracket pool, and the last two years, I have came in second in bracket pools. So, my advice is probably the best. <laughs> I don't even this, try to win brackets. Cause I, th- that first upset's going to happen, they'll be like, whoops, I missed that. It's an exercise in futility. Well, and also, like, one upset doesn't need to kill your bracket, because if you have something that a lot of other people have picked, then it's not the end of the world. I'm here to be perfect, okay? Because you're a high-quality person? Of course. Well, you're not going to get it in March Madness. I'm running a Wheel Madness bracket right now, uh, so I'll report back in a minute or two, and we'll see how it goes. It's really fun to watch. It's like a million things that spin at once. At least if we made a bet on it, you'd actually win that one. I think Sports Pickle has a, a worst bracket challenge. So you try and make the worst bracket possible. I played it last year, and I think it's hilarious. So y'all should y'all should hit that up as well. Um, y'all want to talk about any notable matchups you have in your personal brackets? Like I said, Kentucky Davidson is interesting to me. Kentucky Zona is what I want because that's a that's a ratings game. That's a that's an elite eight final four game right there, man. That's a fun game though. Do y'all want to hear my uh my um my bracket name? Sure. Sure. It's Joel's Berries. Ha ha ha. I think it's great. <laughs> I had Cincinnati beating UVA in the elite eight. I can see that. I don't think that's gonna happen, Cincinnati. I am very convinced that Cincinnati's overrated because they played, like, legitimately nobody. Kim Pom believes in them. And I believe in Kim Pom. <laughs> I don't believe in them. I think that they're boring enough, and without DeAndre Hunter, I'm not sure that UVA has the offense to, to beat them. I, I, I think people are sleeping on Tennessee, though. Like, really sleeping on Tennessee. Tennessee can shoot. Like, I don't even think we mentioned Tennessee when it comes to hard, how hard their bracket is. Like, yeah, that's a hard out. playing really hot. Uh, so, I mean, they gave Kentucky a, a 
run for their money in the SEC championship game. So, I mean, they're going to be there. Um, I have Ohio State being Xavier. And then uh, losing to us in the Elite Eight. Yeah, I could see that. I can see that happening. I have OSU. Yeah, I have OSU beating Gonzaga in the round of 32, moving on to Xavier. And I can't quite decide whether OSU or Xavier, or, or sorry, Xavier, not Xavier. Um, uh, OSU or AVA? Or AVA, yeah. <laughs> um, All right, I am about to finish this wheel madness bracket in the championship game. Well, this isn't. The only thing is that it has Midwest paired up with West, which is not how it is in the real bracket. But it has Michigan winning it all over Tennessee. So I guess that would be the final four matchup. Um, I have Florida in the Elite Eight. I have them in the Elite Eight as well, I believe. I don't know about Florida, though, because they're definitely not the same team as last year. I, I'm a little skeptical at that. I have them in the Elite Eight. I see what you mean, but I think they have a lot of those key pieces from last year. And and if they're hitting it from deep, they're really good. As we saw from us last year, if you have some of those pieces from la- from the year before that knows how to win in tournaments, and we saw that yeah, Florida knows how to win in tournaments. Um, yes, we did. I think that will be a, an interesting team to see how they do. I definitely think it'll be good. like it'll be fun to watch. I'm just wait. What region are they in again? They are in they are in the East. east. <laughs> I have them losing to Press Virginia in the Elite Eight. I don't know why I'm betting on Press Virginia because they choke every year in March. Every single year. But maybe this year's the year. <laughs> yeah, my last bracket's not very look pretty easy in my opinion. Like yeah. Nova, I think, will have a pretty easy path to the Final Four. I mean, in our terms, I, I truly think we can we control our destiny. We can beat every single team in our bracket. How do y'all feel about uh, this potential NC State-Kansas matchup? Oh. <laughs> I think State has a chance. <laughs> I really think State has a chance. As much as I would hate for State to beat Kansas, I would also love for State to beat Kansas. They could hang up another banner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we don't hang up individual banners, but we do add it to our banner when we make the Sweet 16, to be fair. Conceivably, they could meet up with Villanova in the Final Four. And that would actually give me all the life in the world, because that'd be hilarious. I think I have... Trey Young coming out of this slump a little, or Oklahoma in general coming out of their slump a little bit and beating URI um, and then bowing out the, to Duke in the, in the round of 32. I have them losing to URI. I, I do as well. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust those top 25 teams and non-power conferences. Or I'll include power six and include the big keys there. I'm also picking um, whoever wins this UCLA St. Bonaventure game over Florida in the first round. Interesting. Just because I love chaos. <laughs> I like winning. 
<laughs> oh man, how long have we been going? I don't know. I don't even know Yikes. where I am anymore. An hour. We should. Uh, uh, we have football takes, but I'm not sure if we want to get into those right now. We can. Yeah, something that I something that I do think we should bring up still in college basketball is TV Ted not getting any games in the tournament. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad, but also I don't feel bad. Because, like, he is a good ref. He's just stupid about how he does things. He is very theatrical. I think that's what I said on Twitter. Yes. The only thing more theatrical that I've ever seen than his turning his back on Joel Berry is... Did you see the video of the blocking foul that the NBA ref called last week? Yeah, I did like, not. With the, with, he did two full hip thrusts when he called the block foul. <laughs> was it late game? I don't know when it was. I just saw, I just remember he had two hip thrusts. And no matter where it is in the game, I feel like that is not appropriate like to do for to a blocking it. foul. Like you, you, get, you feel disturbed when you see it. I, I, I think we were all upset when Teddy did his back turn on Joel. Uh, I, well, because, I think... well, because, you know, he's a senior and he's a captain and the dudes, you know, disrespected him straight up. On a bad and because, And because Valentine says that that's a de-escalation tactic. Someone turned, if I was arguing with someone and they turned their back on me, that would not de-escalate the situation at all. Yeah. yeah, it's like he tried to like walk away, but ran into one of those invisible barriers that you run up to in video <laughs> games. He couldn't go any farther. He ran into the wall. He went to the edge of the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel bad though because I, I genuinely think he's good at his job. Yeah, he gets the high-profile matchups for a reason. Yeah. Which is why, like, I, we complain about Jamie Lucky and Mike Keith and all them, but we I saw... will never not... Okay, Jamie Lucky does suck. Jamie Lucky is the freaking worst, man. Wait, do you remember this, that game we had against Pitt this year when they gave us those garbage refs because we were bad? Yes. That made me never want to complain about any high-profile ref ever again because they're probably the best ones. Yeah, but I'm also, like, really, like, I haven't, like, I I actually like Mike Eats, but I will never say that I like Jamie Lucky. The fact that we know who their ref's names are shows all that, shows all that we need to know about them. But also, the best refs in the game, you don't, they get all the good games, because those are the games Well, yeah, but the best refs in the game, except for at Hockey League, you don't know their name. I think you know it. Because you don't notice them. You saw Jay Billis' tweet, too. Uh, where Jay Bill said it was absurd that people, like, so many college basketball fans know the name of refs because they hate him so much. Whereas, like, he doesn't even know NBA refs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the NBA ref that retired, I think, two years ago. Who was, like, Joey Crawford. Joey Crawford. Uh, Joey Crawford. Now, that <laughs> guy. That gave a tech to Tim okay, Duncan. Joey, Joey's an bench. exception because Joey's a legend. <laughs> Joey Crawford, he's not Zoink, you're gone, right? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Joey Crawford. I also think, though, that, like, no matter how good or bad a ref is, seniority also plays into it. So, like, 
Ron Cherry was a very senior ref, so he got a lot of high-profile games in football, but he was horrible. Well, that's because he gave or up like, business. <laughs> or like, what's his name? The NFL ref that retired this year with hockey, like Triplet. He was like very much regarded as the worst ref in the game. Oh, but yeah, he yeah. still got he still got playoff games. And I'm pretty sure he'd done a Super Bowl before as well. And so, like, as good or as bad of a ref as you are, if you're in the business for long enough, if you give them the business for long enough, then you're going to get high-profile matchups. Oh, yeah, I know him. He's the betting ref. Oh, yeah. I want to look at the list, because I know some other refs, too. See, I don't even know the ref that screwed over the Mavericks in 2006 in Game 2. Yes. Oh, yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. Well, maybe the Mavericks shouldn't foul so much. Oh, Tony (laughs) Brothers is another notable NBA one. (laughs) And Ken Maurer. I was trying to trigger Maverick, but it didn't work. Nope. (laughs) Those are the only other two that I know. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep, yes. let's do it. We had a lot more to talk about, but we're just talking about basketball. Yeah. We have to talk about the Browns making a splash. Which of the four of you is most likely to become a celebrity? Take it, take it away, Colby. We should put it on the poll and ask. Yeah, yeah. That is. Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Does it mean like a mainstream celebrity or like? I don't know. Like, what do you define as celebrity? I guess someone that's... Should I call her? Okay. What about first one to get a verified check on Twitter? We can do it, like, individual. Like, I don't know. I, uh, I think I'm funny enough that I'd get... I'd get... I'd get TV famous. Your call has been forwarded to an... Oh, she declined my call. Ouch. Wow. Yikes. I'm, I'm texting her right now. Unbelievable. The one time she could be on the podcast, she turned it down. Nope, don't. <laughs> don't do anything. I just texted her too late. Let's see how long it is until she calls me. I'm hurt. You are shook. So shook and hurt. Well, you've just had a bad one. No, I'm not saying that word. That has an S in it. You're thook? No. It... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish y'all could see his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week, everybody. <laughs> but you're not. You leave for Charlotte in like two days. I'm everywhere. I wish I could leave. I wish I could. I wish I could be on spring break. 
all I know is that I still don't hear my lisp. My alleged lisp. It's very slight. I said, I told you, it's very slight. Well, it's obviously not slight enough that all of you noticed it. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's sli- it's slight, but it's not like it's super present. Alright, I'm trying Annabelle again. Oh my goodness. One more time and then we're... The suspense is killing me. It's like when you have a lifeline and uh, it wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, but aren't those prearranged so that they do always pick up? What if, like, one time they went to the bathroom? Your call has been forwarded. Whoa. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, Annabelle. Don't Maybe apologize. Next week. Don't apologize. She didn't answer. <laughs> oh, man. All right, next question. I don't even think we even tried to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, we. so do any of us think that... At, She's trying to break do up any the of Beatles us think that anyone? Like do any of us think that any of us are gonna ever be celebrities? I feel like uh, I just do. I feel like I do something that went viral, and that would be like something stupid that would go viral, and that would be my like fifteen minutes of fame. I definitely don't think I'm gonna be a celebrity. Well, I like. Does it mean mainstream celebrity or like? Campus celebrity, like would you call Yellow Guy a celebrity? Yellow Guy, not really. Who is Yellow Guy? The guy who, uh, the first year that wears all yellow. I've never, never I'm old. once I don't. seen this guy. <laughs> he has yellow shoes, socks, pants, shirt, hat, hair, computer backpack. Net. Well, Legitimately, everything is yellow. I'm not on campus anymore, so I don't ever see. Anybody, so. I only I go to you my classes and I go him. straight home. <laughs> uh, you, you would know, know if you saw Yellow Guy. Like Polly One Hundred Kid, that's a that's a famous Polly One Hundred Polly One Hundred Kid. I was in that class, so like I experienced it. And then there was uh, the two guys that would walk around shoeless everywhere. What? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember them. And shirtless. This is before Everywhere. your time. There are a pair of first-year twins that I see all the time, and they always wear matching outfits, and one always wears a, a red hat, and the other wears a green hat, so I call them Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Interesting. All right, I think we've sufficiently answered this question. Sure. We didn't answer it at all. Not at all, but I'm fine with that. I could totally be a, a really bad stand-up comedian. I've written stand-up before. You should do. You should perform it once. <laughs> I don't know if I still have it, but I've definitely written it before. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Any well. Um, from Carla Brasher at Carla underscore B twenty two. Great comedy specials, old or new. I don't watch any. I've watched a lot. John Mulaney, the comeback kid. And the comeback kid, uh, New Kid in Town, both awesome. Uh, I definitely think uh, Pimp Chronicles, part one, 
is up there with one of the legendary stand-ups for Cat yep. Williams. Um, Dave Chappelle killing me softly is great. Yeah, um, that, that is a good one. Mike Berbiglia, uh, my girlfriend's boyfriend, is one of my favorite specials of all time. Um, Mike Berbiglia, I took a stand-up comedy class like in school, and at the, the ethics of comedy. Um, he's like a comedian's comedian. Like he, the way he structures his jokes makes a lot of writers happy, and because I'm a nerd, it makes me happy too. Um, but my girlfriend's boyfriend is a really like cinematic storytelling type um, special that I really enjoy. Pete, you might get annoyed with how much he is involved with stuff nowadays, but Kevin Hart is, he always steps up his game. With his stand-ups. I don't think he's missed on a special yet. I think his older stuff is yeah. definitely Well, I'm just talking about from funny. like from going from comedy to his uh, like film career. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of spe- specials, I don't think he's missed yet. Yeah. Even though I think, I think his last one was in like a football stadium. That was a heat check, but I still think it was... No, it was Philadelphia. Funny. It was yeah. in his hometown. Uh, I mean, I think Laugh at My Pain is probably his best one because all of his dad jokes, like, about his dad, are some of his most iconic jokes he's ever made. Um, The special where... Like, his first big special where he's, like, wearing the black... Uh, I don't yeah. I think that's my favorite special from him. Yeah, if you're looking for recommendations, I can't there's the other one ones. where he where Shaq fell down. He literally made Shaq fall down. Or no, oh, he impersonated uh, Shaq fall down. And last of my James pain. No, oh, seriously funny. Seriously funny. Seriously funny. That's it. Yep. Oh, bit, little big man or big little man did pion pion. Everybody's going down. Pion <laughs> <laughs> pion. Honestly, I just, like, watch Vines all the time, and that's just, like, my <laughs> Oh, so Annabelle finally did get on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody oh, in the club man. get tipsy. Everybody in the club get tipsy. <laughs> I love Jay Versace. <laughs> Speaking of getting tipsy, I did, very, I did not get tipsy before I came here. I had uh, one beer at Hops today. It was very good. Um, I convinced myself that I really needed to, to drink before I came to college so I couldn't so I wouldn't die uh, when I got here. Um, and I think I told you all this story, but I'm pretty sure someone needed an exorcism. Like, huh? What, did I not tell you all this story? <laughs> Is this an on air like, story? <laughs> no, I'll tell you all off air, but like, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm like 99% positive someone got possessed by a demon my first time drinking, and I, it was not a pleasant experience. Wow. Like y'all, like y'all are laughing, but it still stresses me. Out. It still stresses what? me out. We could talk about that off the air. Oh. Yeah. I'll t- to the po- to the rest of the pod listeners, I'll tell you when you're older. Uh, we did not do trivia this week, correct? Nobody did. Correct. Yeah. Nobody did. No, no, we did not. We did not do the combo team. Greg, Evan, and Kate watched the game. 
Adam watched the game. Uh, I don't know what Carla did, but I didn't go because I had an orgo exam the next day. Carla was drifting between sleep, uh, drifting between sleep and watching the game. Does Fibbage count as trivia? Fibbage does count as trivia. What's so then, Fibbage? Yes. Uh, only the best way to pass. Only the best way to pass time on a on a on an, an ACC tournament trip. When the bus breaks down every thirty minutes. <laughs> We'll tell you. We'll tell you when you're older, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm older now than I was when you said you'll tell me when I'm older. So oh, you were that kid, weren't you? <laughs> Anything else from this week? You've known me long enough to know <laughs> that I say things like that. Um, Anything else? Go heels. Go heels. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm not sure when we're going to be able to um, record this again. Hopefully, we'll still be in the tournament by the next time we record. record. Yeah. But, um, so, we'll see. Hopefully, this will hold you over until whenever whenever we can record again. Liddy. Alright, I'm about to do the outro, if any of y'all want to say anything. I'm Gucci. Alright, so if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash nevermadevarsity. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes, anything you like or didn't like. Be sure to let us know via our Twitter at nevermadepod. Thank you, Jake, for the theme music, and also thank you for the idea for Quit Flash and Vibbage. And we will see you whenever. Bye. Bye. Bye.